The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and Ben Stevens. We are live right here on Football Full Circle. It is FFC starting off a new week all across the Sports Grid Radio Network. He is the mastermind of the pigskin. That is Joe Lisi. I am Ben Stevens. We recap the division around around the National Football League postseason. Eight teams entered the past two days with a doubleheader on Saturday. Two more games on Sunday trying to earn a berth into a conference championship game. Joe, we are down to the NFL's final Four. We will not bury the lead. The first game up on Conference Championship Sunday is the Chiefs and the Ravens in Baltimore. The Ravens booked as a three-and-a-half-point home favorite. The one seed in the AFC will host. The one seed in the NFC will also host that conference title game on Sunday evening in Santa Clara. The San Francisco 49ers, a six-and-a-half-point favorite against the Detroit Lions. So, Joe, we don't bury the lead because everybody by this point knows who is playing on conference championship weekend. We recap and review how we reached this stage following the divisional round. Yeah, and it was it was really three out of the four games this past weekend went right down to the wire. Outside the Ravens blowout of the Houston Texans, all the games were competitive, four-quarter type of games that went down to possibly the last possession. And what can you say when you have Kansas City and Pat Mahomes, the defending Super Bowl champs, going up against Lamar Jackson? And on the flip side, we have San Francisco and Brock Purdy, this dynamic team from start to finish throughout the season against the young upstarts in, in regards to Dan Campbell and the Detroit Lions. I mean, the stage is set. It doesn't really get better than this, Ben, and it's going to be very interesting to see how both of these games play out this coming weekend. Yeah, I would think so, Joe. Conference Championship Sunday awaits. All the narratives and storylines entering a new weekend of the National Football League where two teams are trying to clinch their berth, all four teams, but two teams will clinch a berth to Super Bowl 58 in Viva Las Vegas. Let's make sure we bring in that Sirius XM audience here, Channel 159. That's the home for Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM. This is Football Full Circle following the division around weekend of the National Football League. He's Joe Lee I am Ben Stevens. Joe, we don't bury the lead and of course we go to the fourth and final game of the divisional round. The marquee matchup that we all anticipated the divisional round rematch from two playoffs ago. And through the first three quarters or so, it felt like the game we saw back in Arrowhead in January 2022 on display two years later in January 2024 in Western New York. The Chiefs and the Bills. Joe, the first three quarters and then some. Kansas City took a 27-24 lead with an Isaiah Pacheco touchdown less than 40 seconds in to that fourth and final quarter. That was our fifth lead change of the game, 27-24. That was the final scoring we saw. Awesome football, perfect football, exciting back and forth football through those first three plus quarters. And then, Joe, it all broke loose. Chaos in that fourth and final quarter from that point. The Buffalo Bills try to fake punt because KC had 10 guys on the field. They got stuffed inside their own territory. Then on the ensuing offensive possession for Kansas City, McCole Hardman fumbles on the one-yard line. Ball goes into the end zone and out of the end zone for a touchback for 
Buffalo. The Chiefs got the benefit of a good call and then could not take advantage. And ultimately, the Buffalo Bills driving under two minutes remaining. A 44-yard field goal off the right foot of Tyler Bass goes wide right. The two most hated words, Joe, I think in Western New York history, wide right. As Kansas City survives and heads to the AFC Championship game for a sixth consecutive year, winning 27-24 outright as a two-and-a-half-point underdog in Orchard Park. Yeah, it reminds me of the days of Florida State, Miami, with Bobby Bowden back in the day missing, you know, multiple opportunities to knock off his arch rival, and the Buffalo Bills were in a position to do that. This game didn't resemble that high scoring shootout that we saw a couple years ago in Arrowhead through the air. It was both rushing attacks, right? Josh Allen taking it on in regards to his shoulders, 72 rushing yards. Buffalo pounds the rock for a buck 80 plus on the ground. Kansas City duplicates that with 140. 42 yards on the ground, so it was both rushing attacks that took over in terms of this ball game. but when push came to shove, Kansas City was just a better team. You know, call it what it is. The Buffalo Bills had an opportunity to at least tie that ball game up or potentially go ahead in the final two minutes. They could not do it. They did not capitalize with the home field advantage, and unfortunately, they're out of the playoffs, but for Pat Mahomes, he wins his first road playoff game. They go on the yep. road again to face off against Lamar Jackson and we'll see how it plays out, Ben. But the Kansas City defense all year has carried this team for the most part. It hasn't been Kelsey. Yep. Hasn't really been all Pat Mahomes. It's been the foundation of the rushing attack and that front seven that take over ball games, and they did it again yesterday. It snapped an eight-game streak for Kansas City, entering yesterday's divisional round matchup against the Buffalo Bills, where the Chiefs had held their opponents to 20 points or less. Buffalo, of course, scored 24 in the opening three quarters, but Steve Spagnuolo's group standing tall at the end in Ofer in that fourth and final quarter yesterday, including, Joe, on that final offensive possession for Buffalo. Inside KC territory, Josh Allen had a chance. Khalil Shakir was open in the end zone, but Chris Jones on a bull rush pushed Deion Dawkins into Josh Allen's lap. Throw never got there. Third down, a little bit of pressure, had to scramble out. Allen throws the ball away and out of the end zone, resulting in that 44-yard try from Tyler Bass that, of course, never stood a chance. Missing wide right. So all six seasons, Joe, that Patrick Mahomes has been the starting quarterback of this Chiefs organization. Kansas City has played in an AFC championship game. This will be slightly different though as the previous five have all been hosted inside Arrowhead in KC this one will be on the road in Baltimore against the Ravens we'll forecast the AFC championship game coming up but Joe when you highlight what KC has done on this magical run Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey are probably your central figures 215 through the air for Mahomes yesterday two touchdowns Travis Kelsey back into the end zone snapping a seven game skid where he had not seen his first touchdown grab since the end of November against the Philadelphia Eagles. Five grabs, 75 yards for Kelsey, well over his receiving yards prop of 61 and a hook. Yeah, big-time players make big-time plays, especially in playoff environments. If if Kansas City was going to win this ball game yesterday, yes, the defense had to play well, but the the offense had to step up. Not just Pat Mahomes. We saw Pacheco and Travis Kelsey got going a couple weeks ago against Miami. Seven receptions, 72 yards. The offensive consistency has never been there from an offensive perspective from week to week for the Kansas City Chiefs, and that's why they lost as many games as they have this yep. year. Now we're starting to see Travis Kelsey come on at just the right time. That is the security blanket for uh, Pat Mahomes. And as long as they have that type of quarterback to wide receiver relationship, they're definitely, definitely going to be in this ballgame next week against Baltimore. As the Jersey guy, Joe Lisi, knows, your family, your religion, and Rutgers football. Isaiah Pacheco, 15 carries, 97 yards, a touchdown for the second consecutive week in this 2023 NFL postseason. Five games with the Chiefs in his playoff career, at least 76 scrimmage yards in all five. More from the divisional round up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah. 
The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and Ben Stevens. Whatever the outcomes were over the weekend, you know that we would have plenty of reaction. Live right here on Football Full Circle following the divisional round of the National Football League postseason. All four matchups will be broken down and reviewed today as we set the stage for conference championship weekend in the NFL. So, Joe, just a further reaction to what we saw yesterday in Western New York. We highlighted the success and the consistent success of this Kansas City side six years with Patrick Mahomes as their starting quarterback. Six AFC Championship game appearances. Now, for the Buffalo Bills, for the second time in the last three years, they come up short in the division around specifically against this Chiefs franchise. For the second consecutive year, they get bounced in the division around at home in Orchard Park, where you would think the elements of Western New York would only work in favor of Buffalo. And they have won four straight AFC East Divisional Championships to never appear in the granddaddy of them all. Not the, being the Rose Bowl in this case, but a Super Bowl. They have never reached a Super Bowl in this four-year run. Joe, what is holding the Buffalo Bills back? I think it's mindset, Ben. I really do. And, you know, we talk about teams that could overcome certain challenges physically. I think it's a mental thing with the Buffalo Bills as it relates to Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, maybe it is the head coach in terms of Sean McDermott just to change up the mindset because, you know, sometimes you could have all the talent in the world, but if you can't put it together from an intensity level to get over the hump, you have to find a way to break through, and I think that that's what it is. They try to do that with Ken Dorsey. I think the offense was much more consistent, but here's the problem, and I keep going back to we talk about primetime players stepping up and making plays for the Kansas City Chiefs, right? Mahomes, Kelsey stepped up, we saw uh, uh, Pacheco dominate on the ground, and as dominant as Josh Allen was, where was Stephon Diggs for much of the game? He was a non-factor. He is your number one go-to guy. Without Gabe Davis in that lineup, we know about Dawson Knox. Mm. Where Where was Stephon Diggs? And I understand that Kansas City potentially took him away, but you still have to step up in these games. I mean, go back to the game in Arrowhead. It was Gabe Davis that had four touchdowns. You know, it it wasn't Stephon Diggs. You have to find a way to get Stephon Diggs involved in terms of the offensive game plan. That's what I don't understand. James Cook, where was he as it related to the passing attack when the game was on the line? You have to create mismatches. For, For Josh Allen to go for Shakir and the secondary options when the game is on the line, you could do it once, but you still want to go down utilizing your best weapons, and I think that's the problem if I had to pinpoint the offensive inefficiencies for the Buffalo Bills. No touchdowns for Stephon Diggs in the last seven games for Buffalo. Yesterday, eight targets, only three grabs for 21 yards, and a play that many people will look back on at the end of this season for Buffalo. A little bit over eight minutes remaining in the fourth quarter. Josh Allen, using that cannon of an arm, sees Stephon Diggs down the right sideline, throws the ball nearly 70-plus yards in the air. Stephon Diggs goes up. 
and it goes right through his hands. Stephon Diggs did not reach the century mark. In fact, never more than 90 receiving yards since October 15th. He's your number one guy. He has demanded that he be that top wide receiver target in Buffalo. Was not the case when Buffalo needed him the absolute most. So, the Buffalo Bills come up short once again. The two worst words in Western New York history. Wide right, rearing its ugly head once more. Again, Kansas City into an AFC championship game for the sixth consecutive season. Every year, Mahomes has been the starting quarterback in KC. The Chiefs have reached the AFC title game. Awaiting them in that AFC championship game is the hosts of that AFC title game, the number one seed in the conference, the Baltimore Ravens. They started off the divisional round weekend at home, absolutely shellacking the Houston Texans. Not early. It was tied at 10 at the break, but a dominant second half out of the flock. Baltimore wins Joe 34 to 10. They easily cover as a nine and a half point home favorite. Yeah, they came out a little flat, a little rusty with the week off in terms of preparation. But the second half adjustments, not just from an offensive perspective, but defensively as well to confuse and limit C.J. Stroud, they did a fantastic job. That's a testament to what John Harbaugh has done in terms of that staff. He's built great players as it relates to the defensive side of the ball. And think about this as well. We talk about winning potential ball games. You have to run the football effectively. And that's what they did in the second half. Gus Edwards, Justin. Hill. We saw a sprinkle of Dalvin Cook. They run for 229 on the ground. They limit Houston to only 2.7 yards per carry. Well under 50 yards in terms of that matchup. They forced C.J. Stroud into predictable long third downs. Took Nico Collins out for the most part. He had 68 yards, but his, his prop in terms of the game was, was 80, so he didn't even get to that number, and that's why they were able to dominate. You know, that's what it takes from a number one seed. You close the door when the opposition gets close. They went into halftime. They made those adjustments, and they came out hitting on all cylinders, and I expect this to be a fantastic game this coming weekend. Yeah, I would think so as well. Just to preface, the AFC Championship game between the Ravens and the Chiefs will be the first on Conference Championship Sunday, kicking off in the Charm City around 3 p.m. Eastern time. Baltimore, a three-and-a-half-point home favorite. The over-under, 44-and-a-half. The total closed at 43-and-a-half. It goes slightly over between the Ravens and the Texans. Baltimore in that second half, Joe, four offensive possessions, four scoring drives. The first three a touchdown was the ultimate conclusion in the two final touchdown drives for Baltimore each drive was at least 10 plays double digit plays each went at least 78 yards down the field in each of those two offensive possessions that resulted in a touchdown took over seven minutes off the clock the Texans Joe outside of their final drive when the game was well out of reach only had 16 second and a half plays offensively and a Baltimore defense that was best in the National Football League throughout the regular season in terms of points per game. The only defense in the league to allow less than 17 points per game on average did not allow the Texans to score an offensive touchdown in the first game of the divisional round. It was a punt return TD that was the only touchdown the Houston Texans scored. And Joe, it was a big game for Lamar Jackson because of that narrative component. As the number one overall seed, once again, like they were in 2019, when Lamar won his first NFL MVP award, where he seems as though he is set to win his second MVP award already in his young career, they got bounced one and done in a division around Lamar Jackson's playoff record entering Saturday was one and three. So when you look at what things were for Lamar Jackson, a really big day for him. 152 yards through the air. Again, not the biggest statistical day, but was really good on the ground as well. 100 yards, two touchdowns, four total touchdowns for Lamar Jackson. And Joe, for the third time in the five playoff games in his career, he hits the century mark on the ground. Round. 
Yeah, I mean, again, he's another player that, you know, had to erase those negative, you know, performances, much like Dak Prescott and some of the others in regards to playoff type of atmospheres, and he erased that with a four-touchdown effort. He took the game over in the second half, and I thought, actually, Houston had a pretty good defensive game plan. That was a very good defense by Houston early on. They confused Lamar, but again, he adjusted, still maintained his poise, and again, you know, it's a they are a full quality team from head to toe. It's not just Lamar Jackson having to take the game over. You now have a three-headed beast at the running back position with multiple fresh legs in terms of Cook, Edwards, and Justice Hill. Those playmakers stepped up. Isaiah Likely, you know, filling in for Mark Andrews. So, again, dynamic effort, but this team is loaded now, and and they believe that they can go toe-to-toe with anybody, and that happened when they went into San Fran about four or five weeks ago, Ben. Yeah, absolutely so. The Baltimore Ravens know they can compete with the best. They will get the opportunity to do so in the AFC Championship game on Sunday. The flock booked as a three-and-a-half-point home favorite. We'll look at the end of the year for the Houston Texans as well as we continue going around the division round next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and Ben Stevens. The number one overall seed in the AFC, the NFL's best team throughout 2023, the Baltimore Ravens will host the AFC championship game on Sunday against the Kansas City Chiefs. We have highlighted what the Ravens do best. We have highlighted this consistent run of success for Kansas City as well. Six consecutive AFC championship game berths. If the dynasty was not already built, it certainly is in Kansas City. But Joe, we also look at the season coming to a close the Buffalo Bills missing out on opportunity once again but for the Houston Texans Joe the Bills have a sour taste in their mouth the Green Bay Packers probably have a sour taste in their mouth with how Saturday night in Santa Clara came to a close of course the Texans believe they could win that football game of course they wanted to win that football game in Baltimore but when you look overall at what this season was for Houston the expectation entering this season for the Texans under a rookie head coach in D'Amico Ryans with a rookie quarterback in C.J. Stroud. They so far exceeded expectation that 2023 was a wild success and the optimistic future in H-Town is there to build around. The Texans had a win total, Joe, before the year of six and a half. They won double-digit regular season games, 11 in total. Texans to even see that the playoffs was plus 490. Cash that ticket. The Texans to win the AFC South was 10 to 1 a divisional championship in D'Amico Ryan's first year as the head coach of this Texans franchise. Because of that, I believe he is deserving of the NFL Coach of the Year award. And because of that, with the Offensive Rookie of the Year and C.J. Stroud at the helm as well, a bright future is ahead for the Texans. 
I couldn't agree more. He gets my nod for coach of the year. And I know, look, they, they tapped out and they overexceeded expectations in terms of that ball game against Baltimore. But they were in it for a half. And that's exactly what you want to see from a young team. They need to now mature, take everything that they they did good and did bad last year, this year, this past year, and reassess. But you're right. When you have C.J. Stroud, I mean, a, a rookie quarterback that comes in, leads his team to a division title, plays like a veteran, steps up in big games, especially on the road. I mean, the future is bright. And not only that, look at who's around C.J. Stroud, right? You have Tank Dell, who's on the IR, young wide receiver. The emergence of Nico Collins, Xavier Hutchinson that has come on, John Mechie that, that hopefully can develop in year number two after starting this past season. So yeah. that's what you want to see from young playmakers. And D'Amico Ryans now could draft in terms of his second draft a great evaluator of talent, right? When you draft Will Anderson and C.J. Stroud, number one and number two, you got to believe that he's going to just now build even more to that ball club in 2024 from the draft and free agent market. The sky is yeah. the limit, and I'll tell you this, they should be priced right now to win their division in 2024 because mm. of the effort this this past season, but he's definitely diver, uh, diver, des, excuse me, deserving of Coach of the yeah. Year uh, award, without a doubt, hands down, Ben. Yeah, and you know, Joe, I think that's a really good point, and that was going to be one of my conversation pieces entering the offseason. How interesting the AFC South division is going to be next year. The Texans won the division after the Jaguars stumbled, but the Jags still have Trevor Lawrence returning for year number four. The Jaguars were in even money, or excuse me, not even even money, a minus money odds-on favorite before the year got underway around a minus 140 number to win the AFC South. But you had two teams in the division that so exceeded expectation. The Texans and the Colts, under their rookie head coach, Shane Steichen, who will get their top five draft pick and Anthony Richardson back at the helm of this offense. Hopefully a year to learn after the shoulder injury kept him sidelined from about week five on. A really interesting division that often has been a one-team race for most of the last five seasons. Good for the Texans, good for the Colts, and we'll see what the Jaguars respond with. Uncertain times, of course, ahead in Tennessee. So that's how the AFC championship game will look on Sunday. It's the first of the doubleheader that we have in conference championship weekend. Again, the Ravens, a three and a half point home favorite. The over under is 44 and a half against the Kansas City Chiefs. Now to how the NFC was shaped. We start with the Saturday night game in Santa Clara. The San Francisco 49ers, Joe, survive. They are going to the NFC championship game. They're a six and a half point favorite in the NFC championship game against the Lions. They entered this weekend, the divisional round, before they even had one playoff snap this year in 2023's NFL season as a minus 180 favorite to win the NFC championship. So hosting that NFC championship game as the one seed was expected, but it was by no means easy, Joe, for this 49ers side. They do knock off the Packers 24-21. Green Bay does cover, however, as a nine-and-a-half-point underdog. Yeah, I mean, again, I thought Green Bay had a great game plan in regards to that matchup. They take the football, first opening drive, they drive down seven, eight minutes off the clock and kick a field goal. The emergence of Aaron Jones as it related to the rushing attack, 108 yards on the ground. I've, he was averaging 119 heading into that ball game, right? We saw Jordan Love in, in the rain-soaked Santa Clara field dissect that se secondary in terms of the first half. They were moving the football. All they had to do was seal the deal with a 41-yarder to at least give them an opportunity at a tie, and what happens? They miss. The defense give, falls apart, and credit Brock Purdy. He did it. He stepped up. He did it with his arm. He did it with his legs in terms of rushing inside the five-yard line to allow Christian McCaffrey, you know, the final see, uh, touchdown to seal the deal. That was a, a quality drive by Brock Purdy. He erased the critics when the game was on the line, but again, you know, we saw some vulnerabilities by San Francisco. That rushing attack defense needs to get better if they're going to win this ball game against Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery this coming weekend. 
And Joe, that was one of the strengths for this San Francisco side. The 49ers are a top 10 defense in scoring, total, and rushing. They allowed a little bit more through the air throughout this regular season. But Aaron Jones had some success against the 49ers. 108 yards on the ground on only 18 carries. Ultimately, it was San Francisco blanking the Packers in the fourth quarter and scoring 10 points of their own. You're right, Joe. Brock Purdy was inconsistent through three and a half quarters of that football game. But on the final drive, San Francisco down 21-17, got the football back with just over six minutes remaining in regulation. They went on a 12-play, 69-yard drive, and it took up over five minutes of clock where San Francisco was able to punch it in with Christian McCaffrey's second rushing score of the day. Again, a 12-play, 69-yard drive, five minutes and 11 seconds in terms of that time of possession, and McCaffrey found Pater for the second time of the game with just over a minute remaining. And Brock Purdy was really good on that drive. Six of seven, 47 yards, two carries for 11 yards to make things more manageable in in terms of down and distance as well consistently throughout that drive because he did not have a spectacular game Joe and some of that of course was because of the injury to Debo Samuel in the opening half a shoulder injury where Debo is listed at 50-50 right now Joe if he will play in Sunday's NFC Championship game against the Lions and they're going to need him I think obviously you want Debo Samuel in that lineup in regards to the, the fly sweeps and the rushing attacks and the design runs that they utilize for him we'll see if he could even take a hit with that shoulder but to take the pressure off of Brock Purdy and look at the flip side for Jared Goff in Detroit multiple weapons right St. Brown Reynolds we saw Jamison Williams come on yesterday Laporta they just signed Zach Ertz David Montgomery uh, Jameer Gibbs and not just in terms of the rushing attack but the short intermediate passing game so San Fran is going to go down this weekend you want to go down at least with your best weapons you want to provide Brock Purdy every read and look as it relates to the short intermediate passing attack. George Kittle stepped up. We need Ayuk, but the loss of Debo Samuel is going to hurt that offense if he's not in there. He's a go-to player. We'll see how Shanahan develops the offensive game plan, but, but again, Brock Purdy came out a little bit flat. He erased that. Now, we have to see when the stakes are high because he was in this position last year on the road, got hurt. What is the mental psyche heading into this ballgame against a quarterback that already went to a Super Bowl in Jared Goff. I think Brock Purdy wants to prove that he is the guy at the helm of this offense that can lead San Francisco to a Super Bowl once again. The 49ers have appeared in the NFC Championship game for the fourth time now in the last five NFL seasons. As San Francisco will get ready to host that NFC Championship game, 6.30 p.m. Eastern time, the scheduled kick in Santa Clara. They will welcome in the Detroit Lions. The Niners have been here four times in the last five years. The Lions into the NFC Championship game for the first time in more than three decades. Joe, in fact, it was more than three decades the Lions hadn't even won an NFL playoff game. They have now won two in the last week. 65 years, one playoff win. Last eight days, Two playoff wins for Detroit as they hold on at the end 31-23 yesterday against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers inside Ford Field in the Motor City. Derek Barnes with a minute and 35 seconds left picks off Baker Mayfield. The second INT Mayfield threw in that football game sealing the victory for Detroit. They are into the NFC Championship game, Joe, for the first time since 1991's NFL season. Unbelievable. What a ball game that was, too. The party over. Over the 49 and a half, Benjamin. What do you I'm think out. about that with the touchdown to Mike Evans at the end? But, again, game's on the line. What does Detroit do? They start pounding the rock. Jameer Gibbs breaks off a 35-yard touchdown run to seal the deal. This game was won in the trenches, and Detroit stepped up. That they certainly did. We'll look at how the Lions have reached this point. We'll look at the momentum from the team in the Motor City. And we'll look at the NFC Championship game in the matchup against the 49ers. We'll do that all up next, live right here on Football Full Circle. Come back and join us on FFC. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and Ben Stevens. Live right here on FFC, the Detroit Lions are going to their first NFC Championship game since 1991's NFL season. 32 years ago, the Lions will now once again be in that NFC title game on the road in Santa Clara on Sunday night, looking for that second and final spot in Super Bowl 58. Joe, as we look back on how the Lions have reached this stage, booked as an underdog in 28 of the 34 games in the first two years under Dan Campbell in 2021 and 2022. Booked as a six and a half point underdog against the Buccaneers in Sunday's divisional round game. The Lions have now been a favorite in 16 of 19 games. They are 11 and five against the spread as they win 31-23 in cover as that six and a half point home favorite inside the Motor City against Tampa Bay. This Lions team, Joe, was built for this moment. We laughed often, Joe, three years ago nearly to the day that Dan Campbell came out in the podium the first time when he was introduced as the Lions' new head coach. And he said, when you knock us down on our way back up, we're going to bite a little kneecap on our way back up. Everybody's like, what? This guy's talking about eating kneecaps? What the heck is he talking about? We've heard his speeches in the locker room throughout hard knocks, throughout the notoriety that has come with the Detroit Lions over the last two NFL seasons, to be on this stage, to do what they have done, to accomplish what Detroit has at this moment is a true testament to what he has built in terms of mentality and that locker room and the personnel the GM Brad Holmes has given him to work with, both in Jared Goff and Amon Ross St. Brown. And mainly, Joe, when you look at the box score and the results yesterday for the Lions against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, some of the most frequent contributors, some of the players that had the biggest impact on the game, yeah, they're a part of the rookie class for Detroit from 2023. Jameer Gibbs, 114 scrimmage yards, a touchdown. Brian Branch led Detroit with nine tackles, eight of them solo, had a sack and two tackles for loss. And Sam Laporta had a game-high nine receptions yesterday for 65 yards, the rookie tight end, out of Iowa. What Detroit has done, Joe, in this season to get to this stage to be back in an NFC championship is a true testament to what they have built in the Motor City. Yeah, they're a blue-collar team, and, and you know, they don't win necessarily, you know, 10-3. to 3. They win these ball games high-scoring because of their ability to just put up points with a rejuvenated Jared Goff. But when the game is on the line, that defense does make plays. They are and do have the capability to run the football when they need to. The blue-collar, you know, physicality, the offensive line shined through yesterday yet again, right? And that that is how Dan Campbell has built this team 
again, they have done a fantastic job. We talked about what D'Amico Ryans has done in Houston of drafting talent and utilizing that talent in terms of game situations, putting their playmakers and giving them advantages in terms of one-on-one opportunities, and they have shined through, and they're going to have to do it again. But I, I will say this, Detroit outside the, the beatdown in Baltimore, right, where they lost that ball game, what, 38-3 to yeah. or something like that? They went into Arrowhead and won 21-20. to They have gone into rough environments on the road and pulled ball games out, and that is the mark of a very good football team. You know, good teams win at home. Great teams are able to win on the road. We saw Kansas City step up yesterday. Now it's Detroit's turn, possibly, this weekend in Santa Clara. Again, this Lions team is different. Only booked as a dog three times in 2023. Opening night in Kansas City, they go and win that football game. There's a chance out of the NFL's Final Four with two of them being Detroit and KC. The very first football game of the season could be the very last in Las Vegas. Yeah, they got shellacked by the Ravens in Baltimore 38-6. to Did not cover as a short 3.5.4 point underdog. But the other time, Joe, again, three times in this year, two and one against the spread as a dog probably should have won that game outright on the road as well week number 17 against the Cowboys had the offensive lineman Dan Skipper technically been ruled as eligible or made it better clear to Paul Allen or Brian Allen excuse me whatever his name is the referee that he was eligible that two-point conversions would have stood and the Lions might have won their second game outright as a road underdog this year I don't think the Niners are going to walk into a Super Bowl 58 appearance Regardless of what the odds say, a six and a half point number. So, Joe, let's look at conference championship Sunday. First in Baltimore, 3 p.m. Eastern time kick. It's the Ravens and the Chiefs. A three and a half point spread in favor of Baltimore. The over under 44 and a half. Obviously, throughout this week, we will dive deep into these games. The prop perspectives you need to know, the numbers that will impact the outcomes, and who earns a trip to Las Vegas in Super Bowl 58. But, Joe, what are your early thoughts about that AFC title matchup between Baltimore and KC? Yeah, I think about taking the over as well uh, because you have Mahomes, you have Lamar Jackson, and you have a Super Bowl championship on the line, potentially appearance. I'm willing to take the over in terms of that ball game. The other game I think potentially could be a little bit, you know, lean towards the under 50 and a half because I think Detroit does want to obviously run the football. If we're talking dogs, I like Detroit as opposed to Kansas City. And I know that sounds crazy, but I like the Detroit Lions booked as a six and a half point dog because of their ability to run the football, because of what San Francisco didn't do against Aaron Jones. I think Detroit can have some success with their running backs, and that's why I give them the inside edge in terms of this ballgame. You see Aaron Jones put up 108 yards against a San Francisco defense that was third best in limiting the run throughout the regular season, only about 92 yards per game. And you see what Jameer Gibbs did against another top five rushing defense, which the Buccaneers were entering yesterday's matchup in the Motor City. And so you would expect it to be on the uptick for Jameer Gibbs. He has the shorter price show than that of David Montgomery. There's been a little bit of movement already here with Montgomery in the 50s earlier today, and Jameer Gibbs at 44 and a half. Now it's 45 and a hook for Gibbs. Still, though, Montgomery a higher number at 47 and a hook. Christian McCaffrey, by the way, who had 98 rushing yards against the Green Bay Packers over his prop of 89 and a hook. His prop against a top five Lions rushing defense opened at 82 and a half. It is already 86 and a hook. There will be a precedent on the ground game. Joe Christian McCaffrey in games that he has been fully healthy, discounting weeks. 17 when he had that calf issue against the commanders has had at least a hundred scrimmage yards every single game dating back to the middle of October. Of course, he had nearly 130 scrimmage yards, 98 on the ground, 30 receiving yards against the Green Bay Packers on Saturday night and two scores. I would place an emphasis on the ground game in the second matchup. And Joe, you mentioned this. The Chiefs allowed 182 yards on the ground against the Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen, the leading rusher, 76 yards on the ground, or 72 yards on the ground, rather, and two scores. The Chiefs ranked top five in every major statistical category defensively. Scoring, yards, 
pass defense throughout this season. But where the Chiefs drop off, and not just outside the top 10, but in the bottom half of the league, is in terms of rushing yards per game. Of course, if you're going to slow down an offense that is still predicated on the run, with Lamar Jackson running for the century mark on Saturday against the Texans, he had Justice Hill over 60 yards as well, and Gus Edwards had 40 on the ground. That's three different players, Joe, that had at least 40 rushing yards against Houston on Saturday. It is a really tough task for Kansas City to limit what the Ravens want to do offensively. Yeah, it's going to be, again, they have playmakers as well. You know, expect I expect Mark Andrews to potentially be in the lineup this coming weekend uh, against uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. We know that the Chiefs no. have a pretty good run defense, right? So, and again, I know that they gave up a buck 80, but for the most part on the season, they were, they were okay. They were very good against the run early on. I think they look to take away the rush, and I think that where Baltimore has to attack early on is over the top. Look for potentially Zay Flowers, look for uh, Rashad Bateman, look for OBJ, those wide receivers, to throw deep early to open up the rushing attack late. So I expect Lamar Jackson to potentially sail through his passing total in this ballgame. If they're going to win this matchup and cover the three and a half, he's going to have to have a field day. And, and I'm not just talking like 220. I'm talking potentially 275 plus bet. 210.5 is Lamar Jackson's passing yards prop. It seems really, really low. Some of the numbers have backed that up at times throughout this season. Of course, Lamar only threw for a buck 52 against Houston's defense on Saturday, despite a 24 point margin in favor of the flock. Again, that seems like a low number. Josh Allen did not go over that number against the Chiefs yesterday, only 186 yards. But weather conditions different in Baltimore expected this weekend even than they were last weekend. Gusty day on Saturday in the Charm City, not really supposed to be that, at least as of now. We've got six days until we get there this upcoming Sunday in that AFC Championship game. Joe, I really thought the emergence of Travis Kelsey was huge for Kansas City against Buffalo, really good linebacking core, however, for Mike McDonald's defense there in Baltimore, led by Roquan Smith and Patrick Queen. It's been a huge reason this Ravens team has been the best defensively in the NFL throughout this year. Two key injuries, of course, for Baltimore to pay attention to, one on either side. Mark Andrews, who was listed as a full participant at practice last week, did not play on Saturday against Houston. We'll await his status for this upcoming Sunday against the Chiefs. And Marlon Humphrey, who was out of the division around against the Texans. We'll see if he is back against Patrick Mahomes and this KC offense. Joe Tooney slightly banged up for Kansas City up front along that O-line on Sunday in Buffalo. Also some injury issues to the linebacking core for Kansas City as well. When you looked at guys uh, like a Willie Gay getting bounced from the game early, what exactly will their statuses be moving forward for Kansas City? Yeah, I mean, again, that's a, those are huge question marks. And we talk about injuries affecting game plans and affecting how teams attack. We look at the Buffalo Bills. They were decimated from the defensive perspective, and their defense fell apart when the game was on the line in the fourth quarter. So, again, you know, it comes down to the game plan for me. If you're Kansas City, right? Kansas City, I think, wants to go down with Pat Mahomes. I think they do open it up. They feel they have the better quarterback as it relates to the passing perspective. You don't want to get into a lower-scoring game with Lamar Jackson because that would go into maybe Baltimore's benefit. I think they want to push tempo, see if they can get a lead, and then put the pressure on Lamar, which would benefit their front seven and secondary in this ballgame. So that's why I lean to the the passing attack for Pat Mahomes, but I lean to the over in the ballgame for their ability to potentially push tempo because Andy Reid and the offensive staff want to put the game onto Lamar in terms of the passing attack. Yeah, it will be really interesting to see how that game plan plays out between these two sides on Sunday in Baltimore and, of course, between the two teams matching up in the NFC Championship game on Sunday night. Again, throughout the rest of this week, we will continue to preview these games. We will break down the matchups, the individuals that will impact the outcome throughout this week here on Football Full Circle. We've got some time. We've got six days, just three football games remaining during the 2023 NFL season. 
season. Two on Sunday, Conference Championship Sunday, and then two weeks after that, Super Bowl Sunday, out in Las Vegas. When we come back on the other side here on Football Full Circle, a little bit of coaching news to tidy up around the NFL. It seems like Jim Harbaugh is on his way back to the league. And what's next for Ron Rivera after being let go by the Washington Commanders earlier this offseason? We break it down up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and Ben Stevens. Just a few more minutes on Football Full Circle. The NFL's Final Four. The Lions and the Niners in the NFC Championship game. And the Chiefs and the Ravens in the AFC title game. The 28 other teams around the league already focused on the future and in to this offseason. Joe, we got some news earlier today that Jim Harbaugh is about to conduct his second interview with the L.A. Chargers. So that's two interviews with the Atlanta Falcons. Two with the Bolts as well. Joe, it seems to me that Jim Harbaugh is about to get ready to make the jump once again to the National Football League. What say you? Yeah, I mean, again, the offer has to be right. And again, I don't think he goes to a team, Ben, without an established quarterback. So that would lead me to, to to the Chargers because of Justin Herbert and he could coach him up. I don't think he's a good fit or would want to go to Atlanta where they have huge question marks at the quarterback position. So it seems like a good move. And from a defense defensive perspective, right, that defense needs a kick in the ass. Terrible under Brandon Staley, the supposed defensive wizard and guru had one of the worst defenses dead last in the NFL. So, yeah, that's a really good fit for Jim Harbaugh. Speaking of defenses, of course, the Eagles over the weekend fired former defensive coordinator now Sean Desai. He gave up the play-calling duties after the Eagles got off to a 10-3 start, but it dropped two games in a row and went to Matt Patricia. That didn't work. He's leaving Philadelphia as well. The Eagles are getting ready to interview, though, Ron Rivera, the longtime head coach, of course, in Carolina in the past four seasons with Washington. The last time, Joe, that Riverboat Ron was a full-time defensive coordinator was in 2010 with the San Diego Chargers, and his defense led the league in terms of total defense. Yeah, I can't. I, I think it's a terrible hire. When he was calling the plays, yeah. they got absolutely boat raced by yeah. Tyree Kill and the Miami Dolphins. So, terrible hire. Yeah, you hate Ron Rivera. You're just not no, I don't. Riverboat Ron. Either no, I yeah, don't. Yeah, you do. Oh, you hate Riverboat Ron. Never. You do. <laughs> we'll have to have that conversation another time because we're done today on Football Full Circle. He's Joe Lisi. I'm Ben Stevens. We'll speak to you tomorrow at noon Eastern. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.